Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday... It's a wild card. Could be some college football. Could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, guys, we are back. Uh, you can tell by the sound of it, we're in the studio. I'm going to update you on a little, bit of, a little bit of personal information first. When one William Montgomery Simmons texts you and says you finally did a good opening, you know what you do? You replicate that opening, and then you add a little sports boy magic after that. And then, I mean, that's that's what the, we, some people would call it the secret sauce. I'd call it the greatest podcast ever. With that in mind, I'm going to tell you this right now. I want a quick update on the vintage rant from last show. As I knew they would be the old people who collect pictures of older men on cards were very upset that there was any comparison drawn to vintage and ultra modern. The numbers don't lie. There's a little bit of a caveat that needs to be added here, and I'm going to tell you right now. The difference between buying vintage and buying ultra-modern stuff is this. If you buy a Brooks Robinson card, yes, you're always going to have at least, even if the market totally tanks, you would still have a card with a picture of one of the greatest baseball players of all time on it. The market, though, can still fluctuate. However, his legacy will not. The difference there being, okay, in 2017, the number four pick who came out with all this hype, five years later, nobody knows who he is. I get the downside of going with anything modern, ultra-modern, etc. My simple point was... That is just that overall, the vintage market is just as affected in this down market as the ultra-modern market has been. And I would still argue that there's still a nice little uptick. If something happens with an ultra-modern player, you can get a huge spike. But if the guy stinks, then yeah, you've lost out. There's no debating that. There's no argument. I did want to at least mention that. But then even if you look at other things, guys like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, people like that who were already selling good before the 2020 spike— they are still higher now, just like vintage is higher now than they were before the COVID spike. So I stand by what I said, a lot of similarities. Last thing I'm going to say before I get to the most important thing of the show, sell all your baseball right now. If you are looking to sell baseball, if you've bought it to sell, it needs to be gone. 
right now. Don't wait for the winner of the series. Sell it off right now. I'd like to now make an introduction. The year, 1986. It was a cold month, November. The waves in the sea that month were a mile if they were an inch, my friend. I'll tell you that right now. Some people have said, you know, Jordan had a flu game. Tom Brady, warrior, because he's battling a divorce. Other people, you know, get their legs cut off and run marathons. Fine. I'll tell you one thing. My guy doesn't need legs to run a marathon. (laughs) Some people might know him as Jesse. Some people call him sports boy. Some may refer to him as a dog owner. A father. Well, father. It's a stretch. A husband, for sure. And I would say the greatest co-host I've ever had, because he's really the host of this bad Larry. Jesse Gibson. How are you feeling? That's not even the soundboard. He's not breaking his silence. He has not spoken yet. We're three and a half minutes in. He hasn't said a word. Are you? It's okay. You don't have to speak. Your pace. Wait for it. Hey, everybody. I'm back. It's so good to see everybody and uh, be here. I'm in a really weird place uh, emotionally. And I just decided to save this moment to... Just break down into tears on the podcast. I can't tell if your forehead's sweating or if you're emotional or what's going on. No, I'm fine. It's, I have had butterflies in my stomach. Are you quitting? No. Oh my God. I don't oh, have I any news. There's no news. Um, I have that check back. If you quit. <laughs> I have been, I have never had a fever as long as I, uh, I do right now. Told me you still had it today after I, I came to the office. Ha- I told, I never said I didn't have it. Uh, it goes away when I take medicine. So currently I technically don't have a fever, but um, I'm sick. I'm fighting through it. I don't know what it is. The doctor d- didn't know what it is. Uh, if you're a doctor in the listening audience, go ahead and message your guesses as to what it is. I've had a fever since last Monday. It goes away with ibuprofen uh, and I have head pain and I'm tired. If you're guessing viral meningitis, I guess that too. Maybe, who knows? But the good news is it's slowly getting better. So while I may not be 100% for this episode, I did decide to drink coffee for the first time in a week. So that's giving me a little bit of a pep. Uh, Seeing your beautiful face and that warm welcome has really helped me as well. And the fact that we've got a number of interesting topics as well as uh, a, a a very special guest to join us. I'm very excited to be here. So thank you, so, Michael. So after Bill's backhanded compliment about the open of the show last week, yes. his next thing was, by the way, this is a quote, is Jesse sick every seven weeks? Oh, I said, come on. I was sick two weeks ago with food poisoning and Not now I'm sick again. I cannot. You don't know where you're going to pick up a virus this day and age, but fun fact, I will not be sick again after this. Ever. I want to talk about the card show, but even more importantly, I want to hear a brief rundown. The people miss it. You notice, by the way, we're getting into things today. I do. I did notice it, and I do like it. We're and the fact that you were okay with a rundown, I did not hate. Have so to compromise. You gave I me a monologue. Have to fight on it. You gave me a monologue. We've decided to. There will be an opening to the point monologue by one or both of us. There you go. What's a what's a two person monologue? Just a conversation. Two a log. to a tiger. Okay. Give him the rundown. Let's get into this. No more banter. No more fun. All right. We already did our vintage update. Here's a little card show review that Mike will be handling mostly since he was the only one there as I was out of commission. Apologize. Uh, We're doing a release week 
Uh, we will have Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United to answer your questions as well as discuss upcoming product releases and the World Cup. Uh, we have got a number of updates as far as what happened in basketball, football over the last few days. And of course, we'll end it with your mailbag. That's about it. That's the show. If we want to hit him with the big picture, just say the word. I'm going to start off with something that's not the big picture. So you can hit that whenever you want. I w- okay. Yeah. So big, big picture. <laughs> Thank you. That's the only good thing about having fingers that sizable. I know when they're moving. Those things are not pulling. They're not pulling a fast one on anybody. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm just going to start slamming it. Just palm, just palm the whole soundboard. Just the whole hamburger. I would do hand. it right now, but I wouldn't know how to turn them all off at the same time. No. It would take a lot. No one wants to hear no. that. Uh, I, so started a thing last week too. That's not going to be every week. Certainly not every show, probably not even every week, but Hey, here's a couple games that really stood out in my mind. Cause they're going to have a massive hobby effect, mostly as an overreaction, by the way. Oh, I like this. So the three we talked about was Aaron Rodgers going to Buffalo. The fact they only lost by 10 was unbelievable. As I was watching, I was like, Oh, oh Mike said this was going to be a huge blowout. I thought they were going to lose 50 to th- and it looked like they were going to yeah, just get absolutely blown out. He looked very average though. I, Aaron Jones played really well. Rogers, very average to me. And his market has been affected by that. And I'll tell you, even people at the show, we'll tie in some of the show notes. People were kind of, it wasn't beneficial for me personally, but I respect the stance. I asked about three particular Aaron Rodgers rookies that I saw throughout the show. Mm -hmm. Everybody's response was basically the same. Although I appreciate this as a seller. Hey, here's my price. Honestly, dude, it's above comps right now. Not moving it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I really have no issue. I don't think you should sell it because at some point his stuff will rebound despite what happens on the field. Okay. But I, I, we've so kind of, kind of right about that one. Although Buffalo didn't blow him out. The next one we've definitely seen. Uh, I bought some Dak stuff the week you were here, Dak Prescott, just cause he was back from injury. I got the Man, Genesis. He was looking good too. He looked, yeah, he looked really, really good the other day, which was awesome to see again. They're playing the bears, but he looked amazing. Yes. And his market again, had a nice little bump because of it. I ended up pulling off a nice little Dak Prescott trade with John Weatherly. Oh, you might know John, John local there. guy. He hit that card, the one-on-one Leclerc card that Eddie pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of the nicest cards I've ever seen. So John was at the show. I traded a Tatum. I think it was a optic hollow PSA 10 for his Dak Prescott. Um, I believe it's a red disco. What are the values on those? Do you know? So the Tatum's been hovering around the four to four fifty range. Okay. The Dak is around four to four fifty but it was 700 at the start of the year. Oh, okay. I thought I was getting into that pretty cheap. John, yeah. I hope you don't hear this. And if you do, I hope Tatum takes off. So we were both winners, but I, I'm betting more on Dak's upside there. Another big win there. Six and two was happy to see that the last game. Talk about another, just horrible feeling at the start. Mm-hmm. Miami was down like 21 to oh, seven to the lions. And then Tua. I mean, wow. I, you can, you can tell me how, how other quarterbacks are better than Tua. And they're great, this, that, and the other thing, whatever. I would tell you right now, if I'm investing in quarterbacks, he is among the top of the list right now. And when I say investing, because here's the thing too, I've been saying this for a few weeks and I stuck to it at the show. I'm only buying stuff right now that I want to flip in the next couple of weeks. I don't want to go long-term on anything because I don't trust the market. I don't know where it's at. But Tua, the biggest regret of the card show, a guy had a select white prism Tua card, number to 35, PSA 10, pop seven. So, that card right now, he was asking five fifty, came down to four seventy five. This I was, was on Saturday before this the was game. This on Saturday, yep, okay. before the game. I was like, man, four seventy five. 
And I gave him the most useless line I've ever had a card show. I was like, dude, I'm actually going to come back and buy this card. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to come get this card. <laughs> Does anyone ever actually come back? That's I mean, a tough thing. I did go back. He was already packed up and left. Oh, um, that does hurt. But, but the Tua market, and I started looking at a number of different comps. I looked at this card in particular. Then it kind of led me down the rabbit hole. Low numbered stuff. So I basically went 50 or less. Doing your job. So I went with Herbert Burrow hurts Tua because I was like, man, I can't find an exact comp in this Tua card. I think it's about 450 to 500. So I think he's actually spot on. Okay. I find the same Jalen Hurts card doing about six to 700. I then find Burrow 1500 and Herbert, although the comp was a little bit older, maybe two months, mm-hmm. 2000. So I think that's probably down to 15, 16 yeah, with Burrow. Gotta be. And I was like, man, so I just started looking at those guys across the board. The Tua drop was pretty significant. I think a little bit more than we thought on most stuff. Okay. I am now of the camp that Tua is probably going to have a nice rebound in in pricing. It's nice to hear an idea of something that you would actually buy into because there's a point that you made on the podcast last week, and there's a very different stance that I've been making lately, which is funny because I have often, especially during like the big upturn in the market into 2021, I would say last year I was a lot more cautious and you were probably much more of a buy. It's called being bullish. Yeah. You were much more bullish at that time. Whereas it's funny that now you've kind of switched in your stance as far as like being more bearish. And I have been a little bit more bullish. Yes. As far as like, uh, I'm picking my spots, right? The, the reason I even point that out is because as a few guys pointed out, like Jesse's being too positive about the market, you should, you know, make a more cautious stance about it's a meningitis speaking. It's, people are saying, <laughs> but, uh, what I noticed, I was doing a little research before the show about, um, the card letter reports, like in the indexes and it's showing like, you know, what card pricing is down, you know, that's not a question, but what's interesting is that is what is up and that is volume. And it's across the board. In fact, if you look at this. Like number of transactions. So that's the, yes, exactly. So Dude, this number, looks like, by the way, this looks like Card Shop Live. Um, our revenue has been down, but our transaction rate is way up. Well, that's, the, I mean, I think that's what it is across the board. I think in a lot of cases. Okay. But so what this looks like to me, it's either more buyers or the buyers that are out there are just buying more. But look at what, uh, what are we in? This is basketball. So this is since what three weeks because this goes to the 30th so from 10 11 to 10 30 so three weeks so you are looking at an increase almost like 4x or 3x so 3x in the matter of three weeks as far as the total number of buys but what's interesting too look at the last time it was even like it was that high it wasn't it was may of this year or so? A little bit higher in May. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'll tell you it, a direct effect to that, by the way, which is not on this chart, is the wax that's come, quality waxes come out that generates everything. Well, there, well, and, but this, what this is specifically showing though, is for cards that are already out though. So I, I, I get but, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it ties in though. Like yeah, people are I buying think, into breaks. They're just getting more yeah, active all overall. Overall activity. But, that's good. So it's, and you look at that, it's not just basketball. It's all like football, baseball, even still. So two is a guy put in that department. Like two is a guy look at him. Like, Hey, I think there's some value here. Yeah. Um, I'm being a little more selective though. Cause like in general, I would have said, Hey, I, I'd still buy Hertz. Cause I think he's going to go off. I'm of the mindset with Hertz, although he's unbelievable and played great again the other day. It's probably going to take a significant marker at this point for him to move up. So I'm just going to kind of hold what I have instead. Okay. Um, my wife just texted me a zoom link. 
So that's fun. Maybe she joined the. Just pod. Go ahead. And, is she getting in? She's thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting to see. I tell you another big development for the. Well, really, two. Number one, I don't know if you saw. Did you watch the Titans game yesterday? Oh yeah. Malik Willis started the game. I saw. He looked pretty terrible. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the I fact that they started him though, I do wonder if well, this lead. Tannehill was was dinged up. And he was playing the Texans. But does this lead to him being a starter for the rest of the day? Are we going to see him again? Just oh. seeing him start games would be good because people get excited about quarterbacks. Sure. But I don't think he's that. The other thing, though, Mac Jones started. Zappi didn't see the field the week before but this one time. Oh, yeah. They, defense played really well. Mac played okay. Um, Zach Wilson, on the other hand, struggled quite a bit. Um, we got a couple messages, too, about this. In particular, hey, why does Mike keep talking about Zach Wilson? I don't think Zach is great statistically. It's not even a question. Look at what he's doing. Very average, subpar on a lot of occasions. Every single game, though, he makes a few plays where I'm like, yeah, this 23-year-old, whatever he is, 20, how old is that? Check out how old he is. This this kid who has started less than a full season gives me enough glimmers where I'm like, you know what? I actually think he's going to be pretty good at one. How old is he? 24. Yeah, 23. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, same thing. Guys keep getting down on Trevor. Wait, you're you're high on Trevor, you think? or I'm high on Trevor's potential. Potential, He's okay. another guy, though. But here's the problem. We fall into this mindset of, well, Patty Mahomes came right in and was unbelievable from the start. Okay. You know, yep. uh, Joe Burrow, overachieving early, playing great. Herbert looked great. The old days, first of all, guys didn't start when they got drafted. They sat for a while, and then it took them time to mature. Peyton Manning's a good example of that. So I just, although he started day one, he was not great day one yeah. through 20 interceptions. But you could see moments where, like, this guy gets it. He just hasn't put it together yet. I still think, by and large, a 2021 um quarterback class is going to be pretty good. Okay. Quick. There, there was someone who asked a question about that. Yeah, it was the, in the mailbag. Yeah. yeah. I addressed it now. Cause in my other point, there was another one in the mailbag NFL players. I think you're starting to buy, or maybe it was a different sport. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to the Trey Lance market. If I had to pick a guy right now and you said, Hey, in six months, six months puts us what April, right? December for April, mm-hmm. May. Okay. Who name one football player you think is going to be again, pick it right now. You don't know the other factors. You have, I would buy Trey Lance. I would say in starting really? in May, Trey, Trey Lance. I don't think Trey is going to be that good. I think he's going to be an average quarterback at best. Have some flash. Look, that team is crazy talented. Christian McCaffrey is going to find his groove there and did this week a little bit. George Kittle's still a top three tight end in the game. Brandon Ayuk has become probably as good as almost any tight end, uh, number two receiver in football. And Debo's a beast. All those guys are still under contract next year. Okay. Trey's missed an entire season. His market's going to come way down, not to mention the sentiment has changed. Again, we'll talk about this in a few months. But but I do think so my I guess my point today though is if you have Trey Lance stuff, yeah. there is no reason to sell it. Just just hold it for now. No reason to move it at all. Didn't see that coming. Okay. That's interesting. Um the as far as uh, the rest of the card show goes, I I know oh, we yeah, kind of pivoted. Stuff. Yep, real quick. Um Couple guys I was high on, I, almost not as many dollar boxes and value boxes as I was hoping, and I didn't have as much time what as about I the thought. Crowd was there? What, how would you say? Like, was it packed? Okay. Was o- it overall? Here, here's the thing: great show overall. Too many vendors. It was 720 tables. It's Whoa. it's too much. They added a lot more tables. They did, and, and they were busy, and there were a lot of quality was it tables. Filled tables. Pretty full tables, but there weren't enough buyers to go around. There was a lot of buyers. If that thing was 500 tables, yeah. it would have been a great, great show. It was still a very good show. Oh, okay. So I was still impressed with that. I thought a lot of the dealers were very good. Uh, I ended up spending quite a bit of money. Um, I say quite a bit. I spent a few thousand. I was pretty happy. I got a, I got some good deals. 
Um, I will say that people were, were willing to make deals, especially on Sunday. I have not felt that sentiment in a while. So I was happy to see people actually like, Hey, you know what? Um, I, I want to move stuff. I'm here to sell. So a couple of deals I made, let me run through these real fast. Uh, number one, it's actually from the guy we bought the Adam Sandler card from. Oh, they were there? They oh, were set up cool. again. Uh, Did you get another fake? No, but he has a bunch of other ones. He has a bunch of new ones. That's, oh, new ones? Okay, So he cool. sold me a Danny Dimes Panini one. I bought two Daniel Jones cards on Saturday. Yeah. They lose yesterday. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, so <laughs> Daniel Jones Panini one, which does about a buck 50 to a buck 75. I ended up selling it last night for a buck 75. And a Jason Tatum rookie jersey auto that does four to four fifty. Got them both for 500. I was pretty happy. I think I'll make a hundred bucks on the deal, but I sold Danny already. Tatum is going to be actively being pushed to be sold right now. Uh, So that was the first deal. Next deal, I got a Lamar Jackson optic PSA 10 and a Danny Dimes um, prism silver auto 9510. It's a weird market on that. I think it's probably two to 250 with the subs and Lamar's doing about a buck 40. Um, So I got it for about 320. I think the comps are almost 400. Same thing, though. If I can move them both right now, I'm happy to. Um, Daniel Jones just has a weird market. There's not a ton of sales on a lot of his stuff because I think guys have been holding, but I was happy with that. Um, Some of the other stuff, I bought a really nice basketball lot uh, the last day. So again, talk about a guy who just everything was priced, stick around the front of the cards. The first two cards I looked at, so there was a Trey Prism Silver PSA Mm -hmm. 10. Pull that up on card ladder if you would, please. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you can pull up a green. So Trey Young and it's T-R-A-E, weird spelling. So Trey Young, both PSA 10s, one's a prism silver, one's a prism green. He's got them marked 420 and 200. So I see that. I'm like, okay, this guy is spot on, if not a touch under, quite frankly. And I I think Trey has decent upside this season. And again, the mindset here is in the next 15 days or less, I want all these things sold. He also has a 2012 Anthony Davis Panini Brilliance PSA 10 rookie. Anthony Davis, they can't get any worse in LA and the card's 35 bucks. Oh. So I was like, I, I mean, I, I can't go wrong. By the way, you have values on the silver and the green? Yeah, with the graded? Both BSA 10s. Okay. Um, so the 2018 Prism Trey Young Silver is going for $417. Okay. And and that day there was a couple sales of 450 on card ladder. Oh, okay. So I was pretty pumped. Okay. And then what's the green doing? The green is going for 160 Oh, so that's way, it's funny. There was a big comp on that too. So maybe not as good of a deal as I thought on those, but even still he's, so he was asking for a six sixty five. I was like, dude, I don't want to waste any time. That's your sticker price. Like, what would you sell him for? He comes back at me with the same thing. Goes, Hey, I'll just give you a number. Do me a favor. Just yes or no. I don't really like to negotiate, but he was kind saying it, but I was like, I can deal with that. Yeah. Five forty five. I was like, done. I'm in great deal. Yeah. Okay. The next one out of the Fanatics box set, he's got the optic rated rookie Anthony Davis PSA 10. Oh, okay. I look it up. It's doing about 120 bucks. I was like, dude, how about an even 650? Throw it in for 105 bucks. I don't care. Because again, that card is sold higher. He has a big game. It goes off. Okay. Yep, no problem. And then he throws in a $65 Kobe rookie for 50 bucks. I was very happy. I think nice. it's like a nice okay. 15, 20%. This was rookie. on the last day of the show? Last two hours of the show. Oh, okay. So guys may be willing to make a few extra moves just because they're about to get out. Okay. So I was happy with all those buys. I had a guy sell me some wax. He had those boxes of logo fractors you have. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sold me two for 200 and then a box of 2021 Tops Update Sapphire. I paid 320 for all three of them. I think those are unbelievably good boxes to throw in breaks. Man. I'm still kicking myself. I didn't buy more of those boxes. I I told you that day. I kind of joked about it though. I think it would have been great. Um, 
point there though, I was like, man, these things are great to break. I think you could break them down single and do well, but even if not, just, just throw them in a break. And then the last purchase I made of the entire show was by far the biggest okay. 1986 tops, Jerry Rice, PSA nine rookie. Now this card for a long, long time was 22 to 2,500. It's come down now. There's been a few in the 15 range, 18. It's average is probably 1700 bucks, but that is low for, for a 10 for a PSA nine. Oh, a nine. I'm sorry. And so I paid 1550. I think I could flip it today for 1650. But this to me is the only card I was like, you know what? It might be worth a bit of a long hold. He has come down pretty dramatically. I don't mind having a PSA nine Jerry Rice, all time best receiver. I'm gonna apologize because I know I wasn't listening because I had eighty six. I pulled that card up. Uh, no, no, no. How much did you pay for it? Fifteen fifty for a PSA nine. Yep. I'm showing that card's doing like twenty one hundred. That's what I mean. Some of them have, but there's also been sales in the last three weeks that were sixteen fifty, eighteen hundred. There was a recent one that was high at twenty one. I mean, I, I just show at least four, the last four sales were above 1600. There were, the last four were 1725 and above. So that is a card, even though I've been saying for a long time now, last few weeks at least, hey, I'm not buying stuff to really hold. Yeah. I don't mind that because I got it. Because even if the market drops another 15% overall. Yeah. The stock um, market or the card this, market? The card market. Okay. It's like, okay, then I'm even on a Jerry Rice at a real low point. Yeah. And to me, this is when you hold, because I wouldn't be shocked either if in a, if over the next 18 months, if there was a point in time where that car jumps all the way up to 25 to 3,000 again. Well, I mean, right now that pricing is almost as low as it has been in two years. That's what I mean. So, so again. But that goes back to my point on the solo podcast that I did about what cards you buy for your, your investing in a long-term capacity, this is one of those cards that you would buy. I guess, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not going to go and buy big Brady's right now, but this was also 1500. I wouldn't have bought a $15,000 card to hold. actively being affected by his play right now. And by his wife. <laughs> yep. that, don't blame the, you say that like it, it could have been the kid's fault. <laughs> Overall um, thought though on the card show, it was crazy busy. I want to get Jason's uh, thought on that too. They were set up at a show in London, maybe? They were set up at a big show. Him and There is a big show that was happening that uh, this weekend. It, it is in I wanna London. S- I want to say Orzo. What's the kid's name? It's not pasta Enzo. and people hate the joke. Enzo. Enzo. By the way, I do have a thank you for a couple of guys. Um, Eddie, first off from Geo Breaks, was oh, yeah. well, Taylor. one of the sweetest guys I know. He went out and got me the uh, Pop Century, Leaf Pop Century, uh, Taylor Swift card. I Dude, you didn't leave your couch and you made three hundred dollars worth of cards. <laughs> it's just, I think the other guy's name was Alan. I um, feel bad. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure of the guy. Maybe Alan. Thank you for the Batman. It's the Batman. Is the the card is from the 1966 series. What's funny is I was looking up on Card Ladder just randomly under uh, uh, entertainment cards. This is the number one largest increase over the last month. It's up 466% in value for the raw version of this card. It's like, it's a, doing like 120 something bucks. It's sold I think. today for 120 again. Yeah. He gave me a dual patch game used, by the way, from 07 of Bird and Garnett, which I was pretty pumped. Super and generous guy. I don't remember Alex's name. It, it I just Alex. said Alan. So <laughs> I think it was Alan. I think it was Alex, but, it, uh, and also a uh, huge shout out. I kind of want to grade that card, dude. Tyler. Threes are doing like a buck 50. Oh, really? We're grading that. Give me that card. Uh, Tyler Tarver. What is his company? Do you remember? I don't off know. The top of but he's a speaker. He's awesome. He though. is as dynamic a speaker in person 
as he is on his TikToks and all the ridiculous He has a giant following on one of the social media platforms, if not more. I can't remember, but- He gave you the, Pogs. He gave you that. Yeah, he gave me these Jurassic Park Pogs. Oh, what did he and give then, me? Um, Batman Forever card set, like the complete DC card set um, from, I don't know. I, I don't know what year. But anyways, they're mint condition and they're awesome. So. I wish we could afford to hire him. Thank you, To run our Tyler. TikTok and socials. He's a killer. He's a good dude. So yeah, it was a great show. Um, overall too, I think there was a lot of transactions. I think a lot of people were of the mindset, Hey, yes, I'm upside down, but this is what the market is. So I'm going to sell. The only bad experience I had last day of the show, I'm walking around with Tim from Slab Strong. He has his big hat on. Everybody, by the way, knows if Tim. If you've been to a card show, you've seen 30% Tim. of the people there knew who I was. <laughs> Everybody knows 20% him. of those people also asked about you. Oh. 85% of the people knew, like, came up to Tim and either knew him or wanted to talk to him, whatever. Wait, 20% Hard to of say. the 30% that came up to you? 100% of 50% of the shots you miss, you don't take. So, um, so we go to the, one of the last shows of the, uh, one of the last hours of the show, maybe even the last hour, go up to a show. Nothing has a price tag on it, which is annoying in the first place, but fine. Um, but then I expect if you don't have a tag on it, at least know what it is. All my stuff was actually written on the back. I was halfway prepared this time, which is nice and unlike me. I you see don't a, do that very often. No. I've noticed. <laughs> I see a Tom Brady card, and I know the card specifically. 2,000 Black Diamond, 9.5 minimum gem on the subs. It's going fifteen to 1,600 all day. Saw it for sale on some other tables for 1,600. Okay. I want to I'm, I'm thinking, hey. End of the show. If there's a buy here, even though I don't really want to tie up money in Brady, if I can get a rookie, a gem rookie for 80, 90%, I'll take a stab at it. I'm fine with that. <clears throat> so I asked the kid, what's the price? He doesn't know. I got to text my buddy. It's not my table, whatever. Or it's his brother, father, uncle, cousin, whoever it is. I have no idea. Okay. I think I could both do better with friends, quite frankly. <laughs> he texts the guy. He gets a text back 2.5. And I was like, hey, I'm not even trying to be funny. And it's exactly what I said. I'm going to try to not exaggerate, which I do often. I said, hey, I'm not trying to be funny. Did he mean 1.5? He's like, well, let me ask. Cause I was like, I was like, I only ask cause it's a, I'm a Brady guy. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, no, no. He just wrote back again. 2.5 with an ex- exclamation point this time. I believe real Seinfeld thing going on here. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're good. And like at that point, I'm just like, I'm annoyed, clearly annoyed. Cause a, I had to wait for an answer and B it's a stupid answer. Yeah. The kid literally looks at me and he looks down too. Cause he, he was pretty tall. He's like, I mean, <laughs> dude, it, it was, it was, sir. he goes, we're from South Florida. And like, I stopped. You I know like, what that means, right? And I was just like, <laughs> what is that? All right. And then there was an awkward moment of silence. And even Tim was just like, what's, I was like, and finally I was like, but wait, cause I was just going to walk. And I was like, what does that mean? He repeats it to me again. He's like, well, we're from South Florida. You love Disney world. I was I literally just like, good for you. Like, what are you? He's like, dude, Brady. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> cause he's couple, been there for a year, decade. Couple things. Tampa Bay is not South Florida. Yeah. Just so we're all clear. <laughs> South Florida is like Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Judging by the IQ, he he was from South Florida. Oh. Uh, no, but that was I was just like, what are you talking about? And I was like, so I kind of like under my breath, I was like, so that mean you can like sell stuff over comps? At that point, I'm I'm frustrated so much. I'm just like laughing, and you've seen me when I get this way. <laughs> I'm so irritated. I want to make a point, but I'm like, you know what? There's enough people here that know me. I don't need to be aggressive like this. But I was like, sure. what a. a the epitome of a donkey. Yeah. Like I was so irritated. I was like, I'm glad you have your, like, at least, at least you tell me you're from South Florida means that the goofy tan you have is probably not fake. But I was just like, what does that have to do with anything? Now, did he say it in like a, Hey, we're from South Florida no. in the sense of like, you know, so no. he's a big fan down there where everybody loves. Tom Let me Brady. tell you how that comes across. Hey dude, here's the deal. I know the price is high. He's a local thing down there. We're in Florida. Yeah, we we yeah. just sell it more, more locally. First of all, the table was riddled with Brady cards. 
what are you selling down there then? Probably nothing because <laughs> your prices are garbage, but that's fine. Someone's going to know this kid and say I'm ripping him, and I'm probably being a little dramatic as I often am. But You said no drama. You said you were going to be real with it. I don't care where you live. Like, pricing can't be garbage. It, it's 2022. Well, that kind of, yeah, Dude, that's really. Go on eBay. I can go on MySlabs. I can go on all these live plat. I can go anywhere and buy a card. Yeah. Like, you can't just, anyway, so that irritated me. But the rest of the show was great. I'd love to know what kind of sales they did with that show. I hope it was zero. I hope they lost money and got a flat tire driving home. Anyways, or if they flew home, I hope the tarmac was delayed for 19 hours. Um, we're going to go to Jason Flynn now. Again, fourth wall nonsense. We just went to him. So we were going to just do our live thing like normal. Instead, he is just sending us kind of a monologue because his connection was garbage and there was a delay and it was brutal. We're going to have him on on Thursday for a full thing. But the next few minutes is just soccer cards united Jason Flynn uncut, uninterrupted. So here's your soccer update with Jay. So first off, thanks very much, Mike and Jesse, for having me back on the show. Sorry about the technical issues today that prevented us from engaging in our usual uh, witty uh, repartee. Um, I'm going to have to just do this uh, as a kind of update, as a, a monologue, but that's no problem. So the World Cup is just a few weeks away uh, from kickoff in Qatar, and we've already seen a couple of products be released from Panini. Um, we had World Cup, Road to the World Cup Mosaic, which came out, I believe, came out direct from Panini at $350 a box and has since settled uh, in kind of the 200 250 range, uh, as far as I'm aware. So that's been quite a significant dip uh, on the secondary market. We've also seen National Treasures come out as well. And that had Kylian Mbappe autos in it. And that was kind of seen as something that was going to hold the product together. And yet breakers are still kind of struggling to fill those breaks at prices they'd like to fill them at. People are struggling to resell boxes at, at the price they'd like to resell them at. And so kind of following the pattern from Mosaic, which is kind of, a, I guess, a low to mid-range product, um, National Treasures, which is a higher-end product, um, is following that dip. So that does not bode well, of course, for a, um, World Cup Prism, which... Uh, the checklist just got released and is out soon. Is out starting November, maybe November 9th, I believe. Originally, it was supposed to be a week earlier. Um, but that uh, Prism uh, price does not look great right now. The pre-order price that you're seeing in a lot of places is kind of between $700 and $1,000. If you look at Mosaic, if you look at National Treasures, and then you look at Prism pre-order prices, you would have to be a pretty confident uh a person to, to to buy Prism at these pre-order prices right now. The checklist, the base set checklist is fine for Prism. Um, the auto checklist is not fantastic. It does have that kind of stink on it where we often get in soccer, where it seems like Panini are just using up various autographs that they have in the warehouse and not actually going out and getting the autographs people may want. Um, so, for instance, Canada has no... Uh, autographs on the World Cup Prism Checklist. Canadians have waited 40 years uh, to go to this World Cup, which is their second World Cup ever. And obviously Canada's a big card market. You have players like Jonathan David, players like Alfonso Davies, um, and they're not represented on the autograph checklist. That's 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 uh, bad. Also, like England, for instance, has players like Gareth Barry and Owen Hargreaves who are like, you know, accomplished players, not very exciting players, but accomplished players from... Uh, you know, the mid 2000s, kind of like 2005, 2010, that kind of area, uh, era. And yet they're in the, the England uh, autograph checklist for World Cup Prism when you have young stars, um, the likes of Bukayo Saka, 
the likes of uh, Phil Foden who aren't represented. So that's disappointing um, from Panini. I would say if you want to open a hobby box of, of World Cup Prism, don't rush out and pre-order your, yours now. There's a million different configurations. There's a million boxes of this thing. Well, maybe not literally a million, but you know, a lot of this stuff been printed. So I would hold off on buying World Cup Prism right now. In terms of teams to look out for um, at the World Cup, Brazil and Argentina. Uh, I personally favor Argentina. I think Argentina and Brazil are the best two teams of the tournament. France, who are the reigning champions of the world, um, have had a bit of a crisis going into the World Cup. They're two starting, two of their starting midfielders, Paul Pogba and Ngolo Kante, uh, from 2018 when they won, are not going to be at the World Cup. They have a kind of a crisis now to fill that hole in the midfield. Uh, that's going to be filled probably by young stars like uh, Eduardo Camavinga and Aurelien Chouameni. Very, very good players. Uh, but maybe not ready to carry a national team to a World Cup just yet. Also, in recent decades, nobody has retained the World Cup. So France um, will probably go deep in the tournament, but I don't think you're going to win it. One that I like as an outsider is the Netherlands. Uh, Holland are coached by Louis van Gaal, a very, very accomplished coach uh, over many, many years, many, many teams, and have uh, a lot of exciting players, a lot of very competent players, a lot of very technically good players. A couple of their young guys that I like, uh, Cody Gakpo, uh, who plays for PSV in, in the Netherlands. And then a young guy, uh, Xavi Siemens, who has a rookie card in 2020-21, tops Merlin Chrome, and is having a great season this year. He may or may not be in the squad. If he's in the squad, he may or may not play, but he's one to definitely keep an eye on. If you like to speculate, you could do worse than going out and buying up a couple of Xavi Siemens rookies if he makes the squad uh, for the Netherlands. So, um that's that's kind of all I want to say right now. Um, Argentina and Brazil are the favourites. Watch out, uh, betting on France and the Netherlands are a good outsider. Um, and don't pre-order Prism if you can help it. If you can just hold on till it till it drops, I think the price is going to drop. Um, so please, uh, you know, buyer beware when it comes to pre-ordering World Cup Prism right now. But I'm really really excited for the World Cup, and I hope to talk to you guys again soon. Uh, maybe even later this week. Uh, about some more soccer stuff. So thanks, Mike. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, Sorry we couldn't do this in dialogue, but I'll talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, there you go. Um, Good information. I have no use for that. When I don't get to interact with the kid, it's I, good information. I, we I have him it. on to interact. I mean, what are we supposed to do here? Not to mention, I haven't, and I haven't actually heard it because I mean, we literally just paused and said that that's going to get, we think it's good. It you could tell be terrible. Um, we'll have him back on, on Thursday for more information for all of you who ask questions in mailbag. We'll Thursday. make sure we get to those specific ones. So yeah. right, I want to do a quick release week. We've got a few coming up this week. Uh, one of them, Oh, is Prism Soccer this week? I, I don't know. We couldn't ask him. Uh, Tops is putting out a soccer product. Let me see what else is coming out. Um, but the three we're going to focus on while Jesse's checking. Origins Football, Chronicles Draft Basketball, both drop Wednesday, the second. Panini one in one Basketball uh, drops Friday, which is a savage product. I don't see Panini. Might be next week. Yeah, I don't see That's any Panini fine. soccer products. All right, let's hit those three then for Wednesday. Uh, drop me pricing on Chronicles Draft Basketball, which basketball I am pleasantly surprised to say there's enough standouts in this class. It's going to rebound nicely. Oh, okay. Uh, so Chronicles draft basketball. I hate draft though. I know. I was going to say, I'm kind of surprised you seem excited about this. Um, do you have a guess? Just curious. 120 bucks. I have no clue. Could be 300. I don't 150. Know. I don't hate that. It, it's kind of cheap. It's the first of these guys. So you can get it out there and sell it quick. It's got ring run Caro. Am I, is that right? Run- I don't know. Paulo. Paulo. Or as I like to say, the kid from the magic. <laughs> There's enough guys who are coming out and scoring it at a good clip. And he had a great game again the other night, by the way. I don't hate this product because it's so cheap. Okay. And I think you can get it from breakers and stuff because it's a tough one to break. Mm-hmm. I bet you can get this box for like just over a hundred bucks. So okay. I don't hate it for that. Especially if you're chasing these kids early. My thing is don't get caught up in the pricing now. Move your stuff. And even if you really want it because you're a college guy, mm-hmm. buy it in two months. But I think it's decent, and at that price, I would actually get some to rip and just have fun with. Oh, okay. So that's where I'm at on that. Now, Origins Football, I have a feeling it's going to be a similar take. Origins Football, uh, you have pricing on that? Mm-hmm. Pri- give me price and box breakdown, if you would, please. So pricing is $300 a box. I was going to say $300 a box, what I was thinking. You were going to say that? This is, two, this is 2022, new class. Yes, it is. Uh, box breakdown, one jumbo rookie jersey autograph, one other autograph. One memorabilia. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> two base rookies, uh, two base or rookie or uh, rookie variations, and then two base parallels. Okay, here's the reason I kind of like. First of all, Origins is an awesome looking product. It's a weak class. Everybody knows that. Whatever. 2020, the boxes are a thousand right now. 2021, they're 600. 300 bucks. Again, you have to go value. And I think there's enough star power or at least potential star power in this class. It's not a bad buy. That is kind of the overall theme with football right now. And who's to say Malik doesn't have a standout game one of these games? Maybe. I don't know if it's going to happen, but maybe. Uh, Ritter, maybe we see him in Atlanta. The receivers we know about, they're studs. They're still and Kenny, Pickett. He could still Kenny Pickett's something. playing pretty well, and so is in George Pickens. So I think there's enough talent there where I take a shot on that box. I don't hate it. Okay. If you um, told me it was 450, way too high, I can't touch it. The big one, though, I am very, very curious about is Panini one one basketball. Remember when I almost bought that box last year? Did you hear from... Uh, uh, Chris over at Nash Cards, he said that one of one that I of last year's product. 
They hit a John Morant downtown. The, the box I was going that you talked me out of buying was I don't the think you would have made John money. Morant. Because it was like fifteen. Box was like fifteen hundred bucks or something, yeah. wasn't it? Oh uh, well. Either way, move along. Give me a broken, price. I would have broken even at least. Um, oh, you know what? They don't have pricing for this. Give me one second. I'll see if another site does. So, well, you, okay, that's fine. Well, you're doing that. So, 2020, 2021, which would be the Anthony Edwards Lamelo class. That box is doing twelve hundred. This stuff is tough to find for other years, by the way. Like, I don't see it for any other year before that. At least in a little bit, I searched. I mean, the Zion year, of course, is going to be much more expensive. But to give you an idea. And so that's the other change up too. This is still the Cade Cunningham class. So Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Mobley, all those dudes. But having so said all that. David Adams has it for like 1200 Oh, it's the same price? $21.22 we're talking. Yep. Yeah. So here's the issue. It should not be the same price as last year's because LaMelo and Ant-Man are going to far outsell this. Nineteen twenty, by the way, you can get a 10-box case for 13 So 1300 bucks a box. I would much rather chase the rookies there than I would from last year's. That's an example of bad timing because it's this late and that price is not that great. So how does that work when it's about to also go uh, live on Panini's site at the same time? What are they selling for? Do they have a price? They don't have a price. So you can go in there and buy it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I wonder. That's a good indicator, too. What do they come out at? What does it sell for? Yeah, because that that David Adams is pre-sale price. You know, who knows? You may be. I, I'd be cautious. And I'm going to say wait. Panini comes out at like 900. You think that low? They have been really reasonable with these pricing. Because the worst thing that could happen is you come out too high and it doesn't move. That's true. I'd rather it be low and sell out too quick, even if bots have something to do with that, than be too high. So um, give me that knife. Oh. Do you have something to talk about? You have a note on here. It just says Jesse's market positivity slash vindication and card ladder. I talked about it. Oh, that was already the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I already talked about it. Um, while you're doing that, though, I did want to. I did want to ask you a couple questions. So I pulled. Hang on, moment of silence. They can hear it. That's a box of 2022 call, Panini three and two baseball being opened. That's what we call unboxing ASMR. You're One welcome. of my. Oh, you know the only problem with this stuff. I know everybody. You can't see it. You hate it. Just be quiet for a minute. <laughs> the only problem. I need some cards to cover these with because the in case. Hey, Panini. I love this product, actually. Personals, breaks, actually, has been awesome. Okay. Don't put encased cards on top anymore. Put them underneath the pack. As soon as you open this, you're oh, going to you see, see them. What exactly I need decoys. Give me something. You want a slab or just a regular card? Two of something, and I don't care. What is this? Is that a Phoenix Zach Wilson just sitting in your desk? That's what I So I Jesse hands in... me slabs. We get a Fireburst Zach Wilson, PSA 9, and a Dante, uh, Deontay Johnson, PSA 9, Orange Prism. Non-rookie, by the way. I got those in a break uh, on Card Shop Live. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Here's that Bryce Hall RPA I got the other day, 76 out of 149. Not too shabby. And then I got this case hit of Devontae Adams stained glass. You know what those are worth? Did you actually do good on those? I haven't actually looked at the values yet. Okay, so we're going to rip these open real quick. I just want to have some fun and do something. Um, we're also going to rip really quick. Let's do one of the NFT packs. How many cards are in this box? So Panini 3 and 2, you get two in case cards. One is Patches or Jersey, and then one is a patch auto or just an auto. And then you get three numbered cards in the pack. Wait, so before you open, are we, what are we doing? Is this giveaway or what do we want to do with this? With okay. So the base pack stinks. So I'm hoping the hits are better. Trey Turner, number to 32, Gabriel Arias, rookie number to 32 and the Sultan's insert, which actually is a really good looking card. It's probably worth a couple bucks is a Bryce Harper numbered out of 150. Yeah. We'll Bryce do some Harper, sort of a giveaway. While I'm messing with this, you should pull up the, uh, don't worry, audience. Even though, even uh, I can't see these cards. Okay, so. here is our so for our encase card. It's a dual patch, actually really nice patches. 
Numbered out of 35. I just don't know who DJ Hers is. So that doesn't do me a lot of good. Tell you the who it's not. DJ be Hers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover this and show Jesse. This is a game, because since you can't see it, yes. I don't want to see it. I love this game. Have you ever heard of the player? Uh, I'm trying to. Okay. okay. No, I have not. Oh, that's actually not terrible. And these are actually pretty rare. So these are the timeless moments, okay. which is like the foil. So Joe Carter. Joe Carter, the Joe Carter? Yep, the Joe Carter. Do you know him at all? Or? He had the big World Series run for the Blue Jays in the early 90s. Late oh, 80s. okay. Timeless, but it's a timeless moments auto number two out of three. I'd be curious of what that sells for. We should look that up. But uh, I wanted to do that because Benini sent it over. It's a really cool. I, I love the product. I'm actually very, I've been very happy with that product so far. They also sent us a bunch of soccer NFT, the new Mosaic World Cup. Can we just rip one? Uh, I know everybody hates it. I just yeah, yeah. Actually, what we could do is we haven't done it in a little bit. We could give this away to like if got for the guys who just want to go on to uh, sports cards nonsense forward slash treasure. Uh, you can go on there and enter your information. We'll do a giveaway this week. How about that? Uh, anybody who wants it, enter your blockchain ID and you're the winner. Maybe we'll just do a, let's just do two packs. How about that? Just Good. in case Good one's, much. unless the first one's amazing. Um, and oh, you know what stinks about doing this without Jason? Neither of us are really going to know a Here's lot. Here's the thing though. If we do know him, then we're real happy. <laughs> uh, we're real happy for the winner. All right, here you go. I'm going to guess this auto is 40, 50 bucks. All right. So oh, disappointed. Here's our rare one. Okay. There is a rare. Just rip through the comments quick. Let's get those out of the way. So never heard Casper, of Casper. Yep. It Next. is a rookie. Casper. By the way, Kos- these are for sale. Kozlowski. On, these are for sale on Panini still for 10 bucks. The other rookie, never heard of her. All right. Heard of her. Oh, by the way, I pulled a $500 card out of a prism. Me and Eddie got some of that WNBA prism stuff. I ripped a box. I think the retail, I, they're like 120, 130 bucks, something like that. I've never heard of the girl. Um, and Kira, I forget what her name is. I don't have the card with me. Pulled a gold rookie refractor number to 10. So I was like, whatever. $500. <laughs> Are you serious? I can actually sell it now, but I was pretty excited. All right, That's hit the insane. rare card. All right, the rare card. If we've card. heard of it, everybody's a winner. Marco, oh, it's an auto, number oh. to 99. Marco. Asenzo? Asenzio? All right, next pack. I feel like I've Let heard that name. This. Take that going, picture. Then we're going next pack. Um, all right. So there's your uh, first pack. One other pack. Here we go. And then we're done. I know you're sitting at home. Going, Why are these guys ripping product? Because sometimes we just want to have fun. We don't really care what you think. They're, everyone's just going to blame me anyways. It was Jesse's fault. No, they know this is a me thing because I'm a dummy. <laughs> uh, last second, last pack. Again, anybody who wants these uh, sports cards, nonsense, forward slash, forward slash treasure, you will get these cards. Two commons and a rare. The f- <laughs> uh, oh, I thought we had the same t- card twice. Oh, good. Ruben Diaz for Portugal, uh, numbered six thirteen out of sixteen forty nine. Uh, Danielle Malin yep. for Netherlands and uh, just a rare. rare. The last one was a rare. I know, but I wanted like a I wanted like an ultra rare, an epic. Uh, this is a, a mosaic blue of Denzel Dumfries out of the Netherlands rookie card. I mean, here's the thing. It does look really good. 33 out of 75. Man, I wish we could open more right now. I've not had a much more uneventful pack opening in the history of my life. <laughs> I was all excited to open these with Jason. You, so Here's the problem. One of us has to be the guy who just yells fire and... Fair. No way. So while Jesse was doing that, I just ripped, uh, I just sent pictures over to Jason. He has no internet, so I don't think he's going to respond, but if he is going to, <laughs> it'd be pretty exciting. So 
Uh, anyways, those packs are still for sale in Panini's. They're 10 bucks. Uh, we'll do some of that. Only thing I was going to mention too, Tops 2022 Tops update. I sold a bunch of boxes at the show. People are actually like up on that product because of the checklist, which you I was happy to see. I had a bunch. I still oh, have okay. the, I have cases left now. I sold all the loose boxes I had. Oh, cool. But I've got some cases. Um, two quick things, and we're getting right on this, to um, mailbag. The monthly card show, that thing I jumped in with, uh, I'm going to have a little table booth set up. Uh, it's a virtual card show. It will be Wednesday night, November the 16th. There are still tables available. Monthlycardshow.com, I think. I don't know. Monthly card show. Just Google it. It's all over social. You'll find it. Just Google so it. there you go. And then so rare. We're wrapping up the baseball thing. We got NBA coming up. Uh, NBA comes a, up next week. But are we gonna yeah. have our own competition for NBA again? Uh, they're still working that out. It may not be, but either way, I've actually already been playing it. It's your like Lord WD forty that mic holder. Uh, um, the NBA competition. If anybody was like confused or whatever the case may be. Basketball seems a lot more straightforward to me as far as how to play and just uh, ease of setting your lineup and all that. You basically have 120 points. Um, each player is designated a certain amount of points. You can use up to that amount. There's the blasting. Did you feel that? Yeah, that I felt was nice. That. Um, but we'll talk more about that. The NBA uh, or the MLB uh, game is still going because the World Series is still going. So we don't have our last winners yet. But congrats to whoever that will be. We'll let you know. Um, all right, let's see. There was one thing I was going to see the fake tweets today. They were like, Oh, if you go to Penny blockchain right now, it redirects you to fanatics. Not true, by the way. It's been on there all morning. So. <laughs> oh man. I looks love. like something's happening here. It's finally happening. Just like we called it. We think it probably will happen, but you're not like right now. And I don't think it'll be released by like a random spot where you're being redirected to that website. So it's the second time that's happened though with spoof websites like that. Like where people have fake tweets about it. Well, people have fake tweets or screenshots or websites. Cause that's the second time I've seen this. Cause last time yeah. I remember it was like, Oh, oh yeah. I mean, dude, this mic holders is has struggling. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, just, I do want to call out how we have been accurate in all of our statements about that though. Yeah. I mean, we're not break trying to break news here. So yeah. Oh, you know, what I did not mention. I don't want to give a lot of detail. It was an off the record conversation. I spoke to somebody at backyard breaks. I was uh pleasantly, Surprise. First of all, there are a few times I can count when you're talking to somebody who is so much more intelligent than you or good at what they do. Mm-hmm. You're almost just like, oh, this isn't. So like when Simmons called me the first time, I was like, yeah, this guy is not in my life. Dude, I t- and this kid's probably 10 years younger than me. I, I We didn't talk a lot of business. It was literally just like an introduction call. And he was like, hey, appreciate your take. Because we had kind of a balanced take on what they were doing with the, uh, you know, the loaded cases, that whole thing, which is really just in my opinion, still just the most blown out of proportion thing that's ever been reported. But people like sensational garbage. Had a pretty reasonable, like down to town to earth conversation with the guy. Mm-hmm. I keep calling him a kid. He's a, he's an adult. I was, I was very, very impressed. So we're not doing anything with them business wise. They had no interest in coming on the pod. He was literally like, Hey, just off the record. Just want to make an introduction. And I told him, if you ever want to come on the pod and talk about something, you're more than welcome to. But I did want to say that, like I was actually blown away by the reasonableness and the balance. I was pretty um, impressed. And you know, I'm very critical of almost everybody. I've been, I, I've, I've heard rumor. Um, by the way, I haven't had an opportunity. There hasn't been a moment that lended itself to playing this soundboard effect, but I got one and I, I think I finally have one that you might appreciate. Can I just share the text real quick? How was your day so far? Thursday. Who is this? Four days later, this is Angelina. So there you go. There's your soundboard. Go ahead. Take it away. I like that. 
Hey, Hannah, if you're Mike's wife, if you're listening to this, this is what, this is what happens. You get it. I'm glad you appreciate it as well. Just in the middle of saying something, just a random text, it means nothing at all. You don't deserve the sound effect right now, Michael. I'll save Thursday? it for another time. Okay. Um, mailbag? Mailbag time. Hayes Chandler Hudson. Mailbag. Your favorite three. How dare you? You know that's not your role. Tony Reale. never will be. Stat boy. Mailbag. You're not even high pitched. You got to go real high in that register. Mike, a couple episodes ago, you mentioned HGA would be out of business in six months. Definitely not an overreaction. Can you expand on why you think that they have new management, new membership program, et cetera? I think they are going in the right direction. Yeah, I disagree. I don't think they have any validity in grading. I think their reputation has been by and large ruined. And I think grading is an unbelievably competitive field right now. So yeah, I'd, I'd be out of business is probably an overreaction. I don't think yes. they will be a contender for the top four spots or anywhere close to it. Let me say that PSA, SGC, BGS, CSG, light years and light years ahead of them. And I don't see the need or the relevance of them in the market. I would venture to guess that you didn't know anything about that HGA stuff. Right. I knew they were brought like, out by that VC place or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like the things that new membership program or whatever. I mean, I'd be, why, why do we need a membership to grade? I mean, we have a reward system on our app. I mean, there's different things you because can do. Because you're already spending, so we're giving stuff back to you. The membership you have to pay for. I don't charge people to use the app. You think you have to pay for this membership program? Oh, maybe not. Like, they I were at the know. show, by the way. I saw she at the show. They were set up. Okay. The only thing I have to say, the only I'm not even really necessarily defending HGA. I just do think like if you're using as a PC, like, and you've even said this, if you use them for PC, they have a spot. I I, just I think, really like their and color I did say profiling. That. Sure. And a year ago, that was my stance. But I was like, yeah, but guys probably did that already. Now it's done. Then they kind of shut down for a while. And I guess they're back. Yeah. I, Hayes, I think the bottom line is they're probably no... No matter what, they're not going to be uh, jumping in order of uh, popularity. Relevance. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they're even fifth or sixth at this point. So I don't know. That's, that's my take on them. Andy Perry wants to know, question for all, what's your opinion on Tops Now and Tops Instant Panini cards? Or Panini I'm sorry, Instant. Panini Instant cards. I, I like them, but I do like them in the caveat that they are a cheap printed to order product. They're cool. They're in the moment. I have nothing wrong with them, yeah. but I would never buy them with the thoughts. Like, oh, these are going to be big one day. They're mass produced. Again, I like them for what they are though. They're cheap. They're easily, easily accessible. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't need the spike. Like we saw a couple years ago with some of the artist cards on those, but what they are now, just a, a cheap fun. We even had some of the artists on. I like the project. I got a couple of those tops now cards last year. Wander Franco. Um, yeah. Oh, well the project 70, is that the same? Project 70 is different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought that's what you were talking about. Um, let's go to, oh, this, so this was the question earlier. Eric Mulholland asked the question, is there the potential for some of the play, uh, after some of the play this weekend that the Mac Trevor, um, Zach Fields draft class is the most overhyped in history. So by the way, that is a huge exaggeration too. the most overhyped, not even close. I mean, look at 2012. Andrew Luck was supposed to be the second coming of the greatest quarterback in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. He was very good for a long, for a number of years and retired early. RG3 was done after the first year, basically. Russ Wilson, star. But now let's talk about this class. We still have the potential to have a number of starters. I still think after next season, there's going to be a case to be made that at least one, maybe two of these guys are top 10 in the league. 
I'm a little more optimistic than most, but I do think that. Okay. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Yeah, I think you're looking at three of the top 10 receivers in the game at the end of this season, probably, if not next year, this year for sure. Jamar Chase is top three. Waddle is a star. That's what I mean. There is so much star power here. Was it overhyped? Yeah, because some of these guys have disappointed. Mm-hmm. But Trey Lance is also out. I think he's going to come back strong next year and have a good season. You know, I, I still think Mac Jones is a serviceable quarterback on a team that's above 500 right now. That's not a total bust. It doesn't mean he's a, he was way overhyped, way overpriced. I'm not arguing that. Yes. Zach Wilson's team has five wins right now. I think he's three and one as a starter. Again, I'm not saying he's the second coming of Namath, but he's not been a total bust. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence, again, I think has potential to have a pretty high ceiling in the future. So what does Trevor Lawrence need to perform better? Do you think though? Because I mean, the offensive line has been garbage yeah. coaching turnover, which is brutal for young quarterbacks. And again, he's 23 years old. He needs a haircut. Like what else do you want to tell you? Do you think the hair's getting in his eyes yeah, every time? Sunshine. He oh. Sunshine had to cut his hair to succeed and remember the Titans. I was gonna say, is this a remember the Titans reference? It certainly <laughs> is. Left side, strong side, brother. Um, Here we go. Did you know uh, Ryan Gosling was in that? I forgot he was in there. I saw a clip from that movie the other oh, day. Oh, Alan. Sure, I did. He gets he gets benched for Petey. How do you know his character's name? Heck of a movie. Wow. I, I, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Go. I'd love it if you could back this up. All right. Actually, Carlos, could you could you fact check this while we get the next question? I'm going to say Alan's number in Remember the Titans was 48. Shut up. <laughs> if, Carlos, if you could just drop that in the chat if you find it. Jesse, next question, please. Uh, I don't. Jesse, next question, I just please. I don't believe he's doing it. Um, I have his number. Is it 48? Talk to me, Here's Goose. what's the weirdest thing is someone has taken a screenshot and put it up exactly of his number. It's 48, 48, baby. There's Alan. You sick. You're a sicko. I'll give you his last name if you give me a second. Shut up. No, I don't want it. A- I- Alan I've got it right Baisley. here. Uh, oh, it's you a- stupid idiot. You are so wrong. Boss, Boston's bosoms. God, you're dancing it's all something. around it. <laughs> he gets benched, comes back, and then he, he takes himself out of the game. Real selfless. How many times did you see this movie? Real selfless act. He's a coach. Put Petey in. He's better. Oh, you know what? Well, you know what happens after that? I appreciate that you like this movie. Petey comes in, forced fumble, recovers it. Yeah, big time, big time game. Petey came up as a running back. Of course, didn't she wasn't there with fumbling the ball. <laughs> Jeez. Alan Denzel Bosley. was not happy. I was close. Denzel so was not close. happy about those. Who told you you could fumble my football? Gets moved to the defensive side of the ball. Star. Next. Now sing one of the songs. Next. You know you got to leave that was with the big boy. I like you better with the fever. <laughs> I, th- you know, that, it's funny. I can't remember his singing. name though. You, the big guy. What, you know what? That says a lot. It says a lot. All right. Next Johnny Watt wants to know NBA talk. Crazy start for a few teams. I've been very impressed with Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell stuff is interesting to look at right now, just because of how hot they've started. Donovan though is perfor- he's one of the top performers altogether. He's killing right it. And that now. team is five and one. Uh, Milwaukee is undefeated. Again, look at the Giannis market over the course of the last 18 months, mm-hmm. way down. If you want to take a risk on some Giannis stuff, it's not much of a risk because he's a stud, but that team is having a crazy good start to the year. Everybody's going to laugh and it's fine, whatever. And I'm not <laughs> saying Russ Wilson, but oh, Russell Westbrook, I mean, but like Anthony Davis, LeBron stuff because of how terrible they've started. Yeah, they just got their first win, didn't they? I think. I'm going to go on a limb oh, and say they, go. here we go. Here we go. Bold, Hot take. stupid prediction. They're going to oh. win eight of the next. Marcus- I've, I've got a sound effect for it. Go. Do you want me to do it now? Yeah. You- no, once you say it, I'll, I'll do the sound effect. The Lakers will win eight of the next 10 games. Country boy, I love you. 
Yeah, it's good. Uh, do you not remember that? I do, but it's okay. better when you can see the the vomit. Um, <laughs> see the vomit. Yep. If anybody didn't know, that's a terrible uh, sound. That's a great sound effect for a table, terrible take. Eight of ten. You're probably right. I'm going to say they win. I'm, I'm going to mark it down our sheet. Read the next question. Mark it down. Um, oh, by the way, I, I wanted to let the audience know, if anybody's ever looking for a really useful website for getting uh, uh, NBA stats, hashtag basketball.com has been so super helpful as far as like not only um, overall stats go, but like ranking players and then breaking out also like the rookies, NBA rookies for the year. Um, that has been one of the most helpful things. Louis Elastic. I'm not even going to finish typing. Look at my computer. Didn't finish typing the question. Who is the fat guy and remember the Titans? Louis Elastic. By the way, <laughs> that dude's lost like 200 pounds. Oh, he's a, he's a bodybuilder now. He's, oh, really? Yeah, he's not just, he didn't just lose weight. He is now super buff. It's insane. It's actually, he's kind of my role model. Absolutely. Um, all right. Louis Elastic. <laughs> he's my role model also because he was on uh, Boy Meets World and he was this really cool bully that I loved. Uh, let's go to Tristan Cornette, color blast or stained glass? Stained glass. Really? I don't know about value or scarcity. I think the stained glass are better looking cards. I would be opposite. I like color blast. John Weatherly's kid ripped a box of Spectra. Mm-hmm. Him and Eddie ripped both ripped a box. It was 800 bucks a box. Kid pulled a Chris Paul color blast, which Jeez. is probably worth the majority <laughs> of 800 bucks. I got to think. Don't hate that. Um, let's see. Trent Hartung. Eddie also, real quick, Eddie also pulled a Steph Curry autograph out of that break. Number to like 15. Eddie, congrats, sir. Wasn't his, but. Okay, never mind. Who are you loading up on from baseball during the offseason? Yeah, I saw this question and I was like, you know. Who cares about baseball? Well, <laughs> it's, it's, man, it's tough to say. So one thing I would say, no matter who you're going to be, it's got to be a home run hitter. Um, Home run yeah. hitting is the equivalent of quarterbacking in football. It does. Like it is like the that. stat that moves the needle the most. That being said, I'm going to piggyback off what cage said. Take a look at the Aaron judge market right now. Aaron judge tops Chrome PSA tens. We're doing, th- I bought mine for $320. They reached as high as $400 about a month ago. Here's what's wild. A kid tried to sell me a sepia, which is pretty short printed compared to the base okay. PSA 10. 350 bucks. And even that right now is a little bit over comps. I actually think the Aaron judge market has overcorrected so strongly. If you give it another two months and go to the off season, I think there's a, I would look at that. Soto is an absolute star and his market has plummeted. I think Soto's interesting to look at. Ronnie Acuna is somebody to look at just because again, we've seen him be injured and be kind of irrelevant the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now he's playing unbelievable. You know, I, but that's my thing. Um, I didn't realize judge. I, I heard when he said that I didn't realize judge had fallen that much. The kid tried to sell me the sepia and the base Chrome for 500 bucks. And I was like, that seems like a steal. Then I comped it. And I was like, wait a minute. How is it that that is not a steal yeah. <laughs> a month ago? That was a steal on base. That's crazy. You, it, it, the overreaction has been so strong. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Even, even, even Vlad jr. Like that kid's going to come out and crush home runs next year. Yeah. How much farther down does his market go? There's a lot of guys I just think are, are probably going to be a good buy very soon, but not very soon. Give it a few months. Um, next, One more. I want to be done. Sure. <laughs> I've checked out. <laughs> I don't think you have. Okay. You a couple seem, more. Nine more. Go. Uh, I only have two more. So nope. <laughs> nope, I'll, put up nine. I'll put up another post. Matt Zora. Mike, do you foresee a time when collecting cards associated with significant events in history grows in popularity for the same reasons tickets are popular now? 
An example that comes to mind is Jesse Owens in the 1936 Olympics. Um, when you say that though, is there like a card in reference to that? Like, yeah. or is it just, cause I mean, yes, that was like a big thing. So in other words, if they came up with like a, a super, which they probably have, they do have these to a limited degree, the flawless autograph set that commemorates like Super Bowls. Like when Brady won a Super Bowl, the next year that flawless was like, hey, Super Bowl, XX, whatever, MVP oh, okay. from that game. I was thinking he meant like yeah. something like during the COVID times, like when you saw so many players with masks on and are those going to be special because that was like the COVID era or something like that. I guess, but he's referencing like Jesse Owens. Like that's a, yeah. I mean, that's like a world altering almost event because we the first first black athlete to that doesn't uh, to win not, a gold medal could be i know he won a i mean a ton of golds as a sprinter right uh that's what i i know him for i think it was like track Didn't and that field also or happened in berlin oh it was in berlin so that's what i mean you've got that moron over there telling you how certain races are not as good as others and then yeah, jesse yeah. owens comes in and wins like unbelievable so what moment like that could happen now is what i'm saying like, how could you ever replicate how significant that was? So stuff like that, yeah. I'm, if there was a Jesse Owens card that commemorated that, I'm sure, sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what are we? First like, alien to do something. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. The <laughs> Owens thing was so monumental. It's like, I don't know what else you do that really. Like, does somebody, like, does, does a star, like, okay, one thing that could be cool like that. Again, nothing near the cultural significance, though. Mm-hmm. Brady limps into the playoffs. They barely get in. And on his last leg, he announces his retirement. My last run, he goes out and wins a big playoff game. Cards that commemorated that would probably be worth something. You know, um, I don't know if they've ever made like Jackie Robinson cards that commemorated like him, him breaking the color barrier in baseball. I'm sure they have, but I don't remember any of those being like in a significant set. But like if flawless baseball next year did that or this year, like, Hey, these are from a game worn Jersey of Jackie Robinson. But it commemorated like that, that inaugural year of his, that would be amazing. I could see zero cool. Also putting out a product similar to that because they didn't say it wouldn't be any sports. It would just be specific around. So it's called non-sports. I think it's around entertainment versions, but I mean, like I, I view him as like a public figure as well. So speaking of Brady though, do you think that his season is so bad at this point? He has to come back again next season. Ugh, I tell you, my biggest fear with him was always, I don't want him to hang on too long. Like there's nothing worse that could happen. I thought Elway, I remember Elway when I was what, 10, 12 years old, back-to-back Super Bowls, leaves on top, unbelievable top five quarterback in my mind, number three. Um, and then he walked away. Like, I just think that Barry Sanders, now Barry probably left too early, but he hit like 1800 yards his last year or something ridiculous but left on top, like on top, at least personally, I mean, team didn't go to the playoffs or anything like that, but he was great. So to think that he's going to hold on too long, I was starting to get that way with Kobe at the end with Kobe. It was like, dude, these teams are irrelevant. He's putting up garbage and I'm good numbers, but in garbage time, almost, I don't know. I, I, I hope not like at some points, like just be done. But like, ideally for him though, it's like you win the division with like a, if they win the division at nine and eight, Limp into the playoffs, but he he upsets that team in the first round. He wins like one upset wild card game. So it gives us that last one moment mm-hmm. next week to get blown out. Fine. I, I just want that one last moment. That's why even last year I was like, man, it stinks. They didn't make the Super Bowl, but dude, he walked off the field in the lead. They then gave it up to the Rams. Like the defense was just fell apart, but dude, he led that unbelievable comeback. If he had retired then it's like, you know, what? didn't win a Super Bowl, but dude, look what the old man did. He still had enough to be 
leading in the game when he walked off the field against the eventual Super Bowl winner. That's a cool moment to leave on. You realize, though, too, that even though Tom Brady has looked so terrible as far as like, I, I don't know. I, I, let me start that sentence over because I don't know if Tom Brady has actually looked all that terrible. He, in has sense. he all is that terrible. He has the most passing yards of any other quarterback this season. Yeah, he hasn't had a bye week yet. And they've been passing a lot because they've been getting blown out in games. Wait, he hasn't had a bye week. That's a good. It means he's played an extra game over most or over a number of other quarterbacks. Mahomes didn't have Mahomes. Oh, had a bye I see what you mean. Week. And I don't care about yards. Like Stafford used to lead the league in yards for the Lions. I mean, I'd be throwing a lot too when you have the, they are, they are statistically the worst running team in football, by the way. That's why he's throwing so much, but if, yeah. but who cares? You're like, you just got to be 21 to three to Carolina. I bet he had a pretty good statistical game minus touchdowns. Cause he didn't throw any, but he bet he had like 300 yards against Carolina. When you're getting beat 21 to three, I don't care if you throw for 700 yards. He has looked terrible for his standard, his timing. He's looked really, really bad this year. Okay. All right. Well, that clear, clears that up because I was looking because I had seen a stat um, yesterday when I was watching the game that said uh, he's now officially the most sacked quarterback of all time. It's, and a lot of that, too, though, was just longevity. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, that's what it was. I mean, the fact that he's been playing forever. But then I started looking up some other stats and I noticed he was like ranked pretty high. But I think a lot of that is due to passing yards. Yeah, like, for example, Patty Mahomes is only behind him by 108 yards and he's played one less game. So Mahomes is going to, yeah. Mahomes will pass him. Joe Burrow, did since he play yesterday? I think they might be playing tonight, actually. But Joe Burrow's only behind, I mean, Joe Burrow's going to pass him. They're playing tonight. Joe yes, Burrow will pass him tonight. The Browns tonight. So that's my thing. I'm like, yeah, that's just an overrated stat. Um, I think there was last question was Dennis Shea. He says, no Adley in tops update or high number. Yeah, Adley Roshman got left off. I mean, he'll be in series one next year, which is a nice place to start. Hang on. I'm sorry. That ended with sports boy opinion, please. Oh, of course. So, Take it. Yeah. He'll, uh, he'll be in the product next year. So that's good. whatever Thanks. Mike just said. It's a great way to end the show. <laughs> I can already read the next text from Simmons. Horrible ending. How dare you? Bill? Why would He wouldn't say that. How dare you? All right. So there you go. That's He'd your say, show. Is Jesse still sick? Cause he Sport. seems like an idiot. Sports cards. <laughs> nonsense brought to you by the ringer podcast network. We'll be back on Thursday with Jason. And we will actually better internet. Yeah. Better. internet. we'll do a deep dive in some soccer stuff, have a couple other notes and things I want to jump into then. And uh, yeah, we're probably going to have a guest a week. We were talking kind of offline. I think we're going to roll in more guests. I've, I've enjoyed the flow and Jesse's up for it. So that'll be the direction we take. There you go. Thank you, Spotify. Goodbye.